You're listening to Radio Sega's Winterfest 2017. Trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort. That time has come upon us once again. Welcome to Winterfest 2017. I am Viper and I'll be kicking off this weekend of festive celebrations with a rather festive episode of Topical Resort. As today we'll be looking at winter levels in Sega games, as well as taking a look at some winter-related Sega games, you know, as opposed to levels. We've also got a few competitions coming up in the show, so stay tuned. But most importantly, enjoy your stay here at the resort and enjoy your stay for the weekend. Keep it locked. And honestly, since I like this track so much, I'm actually going to let the song finish. So this is... Frozen Factory Act 1 from Sight Lost World right here on Radio Sega's Windfest 2017.
And officially, I can now say welcome to the Topka Resort. As always, I'm your host, Green Vapore, and we've got a completely jam packed show for you tonight as we go over winter levels in Sega games, or just winter Sega games in general. As mentioned earlier, we have quite a few things to give away. We also have um, quite a lot of you here as we currently speak. So, us looking at our numbers, we currently have 30 listeners, which is completely insane. I have to give you guys so much love for that. And uh, currently in the chat room, we have Rapid Run, we have Mikhail, we have Lost Impact, aka Visor Jeff Hog Wonderfan, we have Aya, we have Shaddix, we have Veritex, we have Jamie, we have Rexy, we have Shone, we have SBK, I think I said, yeah, I did say um, Rapid Run. We have. Who else do we have? We have Twinny. We have CD-ROM, we have Matsumomo, we have Visor Jeff Hogg, we have The One Jat. So many different people in here tonight. Thank you for all coming in and supporting Radio Sega's Winterfest, as well as supporting the Topical Resort. It's always very well appreciated. So um, I'm actually going to kick things off by giving away a clue, first of all. You know, start things off with a clue, because for those of you who didn't read the blog post, which, by the way, is up on the RadioSega.net website, um... The way the way uh, these items will be given away is we'll be doing a clue and this or we give you a question and then I give you an or I give you a question you give me an answer and if that answer is correct it goes into a hat and then it's picked at random your name for that item so we're gonna th- kick things off with what I consider personally the hardest clue. Which is for the uh, which for an exclusive Topical Resort T-shirt that's actually so exclusive even I don't have one. It's very lovely. It's actually currently arriving in the post. It's not here yet. So we're going to kick things off with this question. So I want to know. Send this to me in a DM, by the way. Um, I on Discord I am at Green Vibrate. So send it in a direct message. Do not put it in the public chat, or otherwise I will not accept your answer. So or if you want to do it on Twitter, uh, send me a DM at at the Green Vibrate or at Radio Sega and either one of those ways will net you a chance to win the Topical Resort t-shirt. So that in mind, the question is, when playing Christmas Nights into Dreams during the holiday season, what weather effect is present when the internal Saturn clock is set to 5am? So once again, send that in a private message either on Discord or Twitter and if you get it correct, you'll be in the chance of winning a Topical Resort t-shirt. Very exciting, I know, but it's so exclusive we had to give one away. But um, in general, winter levels in Sega games are quite common, probably because you know everyone loves winter and even though winter isn't really a thing in some places, I think it's just sort of one of those things that resonates with everyone. Everyone loves the scenery of a winter level, also comes with the best music and quite often you know the best sort of looks to some levels in the game I guess. And it's also the most memorable, like how many times you hear someone talking about Ice Cap in Sonic 3 versus like Launch Base Zone in Sonic 3? How many times you hear people talk about uh, Planet Freon in Ristar rather than any of the other levels? It's just sort of the most memorable tracks can often be those of a snow theme and that's why we had to give some love and also you know it ties quite nicely into our Winterfest and since so many other people may be doing a similar theme you know we get a nice head start on that. So in the meantime let me check over here on Discord um, Aya's answer was uh, obviously Captain Obvious, and uh, technically I'm not going to let that one through because there is a weather effect. I will not say um, what the weather effect is, obviously, but yes, um, depending on what time you play Christmas nights, like during the day in the holiday season, 
um, you get a different weather effect. You know, some of them's like Santa shows up and something like that. That's not the answer, by the way. So yeah, depending on what time you play, you get different effects. And I want to know what is the effect at 5 a.m. Aside from that, we're going to read some stuff you've been saying in the chat, and then we're going to play some more wintry Sega music. Um, Lost Impact says, well, that song sounds familiar. It's probably because I used it as a talk bed during one of my streams. It's the menu theme of Marion Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games. Speaking of which, I should have probably read out what we just played there. Whoops. So, um, we kicked off the block with... Uh, Frozen Factory Act 1 from Sonic Lost World, the Wii U version. And you already knew that because I said that before we went on the song break. And after that, from Sonic Runners, that was Magical Snow Day, a very excellent track. I really do love that one. And ironically, that is also a um, theme of Frozen Factory. It's the theme of the game's Frozen Factory timed mode. Although, sadly, one, Sonic Runners is gone. And two, it actually sounds completely different to Frozen Factory. So that's why I was happy putting those two in a block right next to each other. And then we ended off the block with a track from Marin Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games for the Nintendo DS. As many, as many of you would know if you've been a regular in Radio Sega, it's one of my absolute favourite pieces of Sega music. That is Cubirinth, Dream Island. One of my favourites, and it's also quite obscure. Although it's not very obscure now that I've told everyone about it, so whoops, blew my cover there. Uh, let's see what we've also got here in the chat, because there's so many ats, there's so many messages. It's just, um... It's just crazy. Uh, Listen, Pix says it's because uh, apparently she played that game a lot. And Rapid Run asks who's getting Sonic Runner's Adventures. So many other people have joined, such as Doan and Alpha Dog. And it's getting all a bit hectic, so I'll try and keep up where I can, where I am, or when I, where I'm able to, sorry. And, you know, just send over those DMs while you wait, or while I wait in this case. But anyway, yes, we're going to get on with some more music, because as you can tell, I'm stuttering because. It's quite a lot more nerve-wracking than most Topical Resort episodes are. So we're going to kick things off with a slightly more obscure track, I guess, although you're probably going to be hearing a lot of this track tonight because uh, of all the sort of, like, you know, common winter songs, that's not just Sega, you know, all of the common winter songs slash Christmas songs in general, this is obviously the most well-known, and as such, it's the most remixed within games. So we're going to kick off this block with a track from Outrunners, more specifically the Mega Drive version, this is Jingle Bell's secret track, right here, on the Topical Resort.
listening to Radio Sega's Winterfest 2017. And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Sonic Advance 2, that was Ice Paradise Act 1. An absolutely lovely tune, really do adore that one as well. Rapid Run was saying about how it brings him back so many memories and I guess sort of, you know, that general nostalgia vibe. And personally I didn't play Sonic Advance 2 as a child, didn't have a GBA at the time. I had some GBA games and I had a DS but I didn't have a GBA. So I didn't really play it, but I sort of get what you mean. I more specifically associate that track with Ultimate Flash Sonic, which was a Flash game based on Sonic Advance 2, and that obviously appeared in it because Ice Paradise was in the game there. So yeah, I guess sort of nostalgic, but in a different way for me. And for that was a track from Outrunners, the Mega Drive version. That was Jingle Bells, which is a secret track in the game. It's hidden. And um, during that during that um, song break, we actually got two people guess correctly, who were Veritex and Jamie. So yes, they successfully got our question right. Which, by the way, if if you um, if you didn't or if you missed it or you didn't catch it, the question was for the chance to win a Topical Resort T-shirt when playing Christmas Nights during the holiday season. What weather effect is present when the internal Saturn clock is set to 5 a.m.? So uh, yeah, once again, send that all through a DM, and then 
we got that all to be able to go for there. So, we're going to go on to Hasty History, and for those of you who haven't listened to the show before, Hasty History is where we go through the history with something relating to the topic of the episode as quickly as possible. In this case, we're going to be going through three more, or aside from one, one is incredibly um, well known, but two of these games are sort of very obscure Sega Winter slash Christmas game. actually they're all Christmas, two, two very obscure Christmas Sega games, which we're going to be going over the history of very briefly. So we're going to kick things off with going over the history of Days Before Christmas, which was released on both the SNES and Mega Drive in 1994, although the Mega Drive version is the most well-known. Strangely, the game was only ever released in Australia on the Mega Drive, although it saw a European release on the SNES. There was a North American release planned, but it was cancelled. It was developed by Funcom and was developed by Sunsoft. Unfortunately, the game received a very low print run due, due to the Australian release, so the sales and or the sales and the number of games produced is unknown. The title is a Christmas-based platform where you play as Santa and save his elves and his reindeer who have been kidnapped by an evil snowman. A fairly, a fairly strange premise for a game, but it is a good, fun time waster, I guess. Yeah, it's not an amazing game, but it's certainly not an awful game. As for our well-known game in this batch, of course, it's got to be the history of Christmas Nights into Dreams. So the game was first released on December 1996, or sorry, released in December 1996 in Japan and the US, and it's all released in December 1997 in Europe. The game was never available to purchase at retail. In Japan, the game was bundled with consoles. Surprisingly, however, this is the most common of the three versions. In the US, the game was bundled with other games and given away in Saturn-related magazines. Um, for some reason, this is the least or the least common, very expensive nowadays. And in the UK, the disc was included in Sega Saturn magazine, and this one is also fairly common in itself. It's a Christmas edit of Nights into Dreams, obviously, featuring winter and Christmas versions of of Spring Valley. The the game makes use of the Saturn's internal clock to change weather and season effects. You already know that. Um, the game was re-released with the. P- well, the game was re-released with the PS2 remake of Nights and comes included on the HD version of Nights of the Dreams. The Saturn version, however, has now become infamous for including a lot more content than the future releases. This includes time and link attack modes and the famous Sonic into Dreams mode where you play as Sonic the Hedgehog in Spring Valley, you know, on 3D on foot. And it was also apparently the first 3D home console appearance of Sonic, which is interesting. Um, there are no sales figures available for the game, as the game was never sold through traditional means. And as for our last history that we're going to be going over, we're going to be going over Christmas Seaman. So it was released on December 16th, 1999. However, it was only sold between the 16th and 24th of December through the Japanese HMV chain. And it was exclusive to Japan, unfortunately. It's a festive edit of the original Seaman title. And the title actually managed to receive its own branded Dreamcast console, which, by the way, may I add, looks very nice. I'm not jealous that some people have one at all. And due due to the limited release, information and sales numbers are scarce, and the prices are obviously high. So there we go, that was the uh, Hasty History block. So hopefully you learned something about all of the games we talked about there, because... Aside from Christmas nights, you know, a few people don't remember them all. Although Rexy says apparently she remembers days before Christmas, but she didn't remember Christmas. Christmas Seaman, and um, she also asked, wonder if I would bring up James Pond Robocod due to it taking place in the North Pole. I didn't actually, but uh, there we go. 
So, unfortunately... <sighs> Why am I saying unfortunately? Um, Rexy said, um, Days Before Christmas is a Christmassy platform with a pretty cute premise. Sorry, I'm just getting completely just sort of thrown off. There's just so many people here, and as well, I'm also testing a new audio setup. I finally switched. <laughs> yeah, switch. <laughs> I finally switched to uh, wireless headphones because I used wireless headphones with a wired cable, but now I'm completely wireless. So I'm just sort of trying to make sure that everything doesn't go wrong while I monitor if my stream's recording or not, and while I do all this other stuff, trying to read chat. Very sort of off-putting. Anyway, it's now time for the request resort, and this is a block of music where you can request any music relating to the topic of the episodes, any winter Sega music. Anything goes, just get... Anything will be straight in the block. Aside, uh, uh, Apart from if it, somebody else has already requested it, in which case it's probably already in the block. So, we currently have a few songs, one of them, oh sorry, two of them are by Electric Boogaloo. One of them was requested by Jamie Mr. Wonderman, one of them was requested by Shaddix Croft, and one of them was a request by myself. However, there is still room if you would like to request some more, so just send me a DM, or perhaps send us, you know, something just through the main chat and I'll try not to lose it, although that's very likely to happen at this point, judging by just the swarm of messages that's currently in the chat room. Um, in the meantime, uh, no sound for a bit? But question mark. Did anyone else have a lack of sound or is it just Lost Impact um, you know, trolling me? Who knows? Um, if someone else agrees, then I have no clue. Uh, oh yeah, you did send in a request Lost Impact. It's just, hang on, let me check. Sorry, it did get buried, admittedly, because everyone started sending their um, responses. Okay, oh yeah, you did send in a request. I should probably get that on because that would be quite a good request, actually. Um, so in that case, you can still you can still get in a request during the song break, and I'll post a tweet about it so anyone over there can get in a request. So you know, just send anything in. But yes, we're going to kick things off with a track requested by Electric Boogaloo from the from Sonic 3D Blast, more specifically the Saturn version, composed by a lovely friend of the station, although he hasn't come here for a while, Richard Jakes. So this is Diamond Dust Zone Act Two, right here on the Topical Resort. Request Resorts
And welcome back to a rather festive topical resort and also a rather packed one because there's currently 35 of you tuning in. That is absolutely insane. We just had the request block and um, we edited off a track from Sasakure UK Times and Deco. Deco 27 featuring Hatsune Miku. That was Snow Song Show. I personally quite like that track, although, as with all Miku tracks, it's a bit of a uh, Marmite song. Either you love it or you hate it, personally. I'm a lover of that track. And for that, from Sonic World Adventure, also known as Sonic Unleashed, that was Cool Edge Night, as requested by Shaddix Croft. Also, the um, Miku song was requested by myself. And before that, from Nights into Dreams, that was Dreams Dreams, a cappella version, as requested by Electric Boogaloo, who is now currently going by the username um, Boogaloo the Kid. Yeah, um, why not, I guess? And before that was a request by Lost Impact from Visor Jeff Hogg. No clue if you're still listening. If you're listening in, Jeff, hi. Um, you probably just scared the life out of you, saying your name on the air. Um, that was Windstruck Dawn for Ice Cap, which was a part of the Sonic Paradox Remix Shorts album. And before that, as requested by Jamie, obviously it was going to be requested by Jamie, from Sonic the Hedgehog 3, that was Ice Cap Zone Act 1. It's also spelt wrong, because um, he, he's going to give us a lecture, and I know for a fact that was spell, spelt wrong. So, before that, from Sonic Advance 3, that was Twinkle Snow Map, requested by uh, Rapid Run, and kicking off the block was a request by Electric Boogaloo from Sonic 3D Blast for the Saturn, Diamond Dust Zone Act 2, and what you're currently listening to is Dreams Dreams in Silent Memory from... Night from Christmas Nights into Dreams. It's the theme of the presents menu, and um, very excellent theme, I must add. I, I really do like this one. I actually used this as a talk bed last year for uh, the Dreamcast Hour, if you remember that that awful episode. I, I don't look at that episode too fondly. Uh, anyway, yes. Basically, the current uh, standings of the... The current standings of our little competition for the Topical Resort t-shirt is that um, so far only two people have got it? That is Veritex and Jamie. Actually, I I need to uh, s I need to send over a response to this one. Yeah, currently only two people have got it, and um, I'm very surprised how quickly they got it. It's almost as if they maybe have used Google. Although to be fair, Veritex did send in two guesses. Jamie just got it right first try. Uh, also, this this is looping way too much for my liking. Um, I'm gonna have to switch this out for another version because this this loops like every two seconds. This is actually quite annoying. Uh, let's try that. That's better. Okay, that shouldn't that shouldn't loop as much now. Um, yes, but Veritex has said, challenge us more answers, please. There won't be any answers. However, there will be another question, and this time you will be able to win an insert coin hat. And uh, it's actually a hat that says insert coin on it. It also comes with a smell on my head, because uh, it's currently on my head. You don't really need to think about that, but um, yeah, I'm currently wearing it. It's actually really uncomfortable to wear this, as well as uh, over-ear headphones. But yeah, you get, to, you get to win a hat that I'm currently wearing. Um, why is that significant? There's no reason to its significance, I'm just wearing the hat. Um, so... This question is slightly less difficult. This is the medium band question, meaning it is the um, the second most difficult, but also the second easiest. So, um, I think there is one person here who might know the answer to this, but uh, this is a decently tricky question. In fact, I'd argue this is this is less Googleable than the um, previous question. So, to win or for, to have the chance of winning an insert coin hat, answer me this question. 
We all now know that Ice Cap is based off an unreleased Jetson song known as Hard Times. However, what tracks did the Sonic community originally believe it to be based on? And keyword that is tracks, because I know some people will just only say one. There are two tracks which people believe Ice Cap was based on. Please give me the name of those two tracks, and from there, you'll have a chance of entering the giveaway for an insert coin hat. So, yes, go ahead, do that. And in the meantime, um, Veritex asks, will there be another request block? No, but I can actually, um, I can actually f squeeze in some more requests if there are some more. Because, you know, that's what it's all about. We, ne we need to get in as many as possible. Um, oh, so... <laughs> Also, I guess we should probably talk about some winter levels themselves. Considering, you know, we haven't actually talked about any of the levels, we've just simply talked about the concept of the levels. So, of course, we're going to start off by talking about Ice Cap, a very well-known winter level, because, well, it's it's the one which everyone, I guess, sort of associates with winter the most, as well as the fact it's the most well-known Sonic 3 level, and it's also the most remixed song of pretty much all time. That's also quite an important factor. Um, is the level design's good? It looks amazing. Like the aesthetics, are awesome. Um, as for music, I quite like the music. However, I've just heard it to death. So there you go. That's my opinion on Ice Cap. What about the other versions of Ice Cap? I hear Jamie screaming internally. Well, Ice Cap from Sonic Adventure. Not one of my favourite Sonic Adventure stages, but it is a very good one at that. Uh, the snowboarding section in particular plays my favourite track of the game, which is Be Called Be Wild and Be Groovy. Groovy! Yeah, indeed. Um, the snowboarding section's really fun. The rest of it's okay, but I personally do quite enjoy that level, same as how I enjoy every level. Also, um, I think some people are sending in... Okay, okay yeah, two people have currently got it. Um, that, that's quite good actually. I sort of thought that would be less Googleable, but I think people probably know where to look for that one because you're all members of the Sonic community, so I sort of expected that to be honest. But there we go. You know, that's why I, that's why I put it as the medium band question. And as for the final version of Ice Cap from Sonic Drift 2, the music's okay, the level's okay, Sonic Drift 2 is okay. All of those things combine to make a meh level. Um, as for another Sonic level, Cool Edge. Cool Edge is uh, one of my favourite Sonic Unleashed levels, actually. Perfect level of difficulty, the music's amazing on both the hub world and the level itself. Um, just the design is gorgeous. Sonic Unleashed in general is like the best looking Sonic game, even more than Forces, surprisingly, which uses an updated graphics engine. Yeah, Sonic Unleashed is completely gorgeous, and Cool Edge definitely reflects on that. And on top of that, just top-notch level design. It is some of the better level design in the game. So I'd recommend you check out Cool Edge on the 360 and PS3 versions. However, for the Wii version, it's a bit different. And it also looks very cool because Cool Edge on the Wii is more so based on the inside and like in the caverns of Cool Edge rather than on the outside in sort of the, you know, the icy peaks of Cool Edge as the HD version is. So both of them are very cool and I'd highly recommend you check them out because, you know, there's just so many differences and... Just in general, I find that you'd probably really enjoy it because it, even though it's not one of the like one of the more popular Sega Winter levels, it's definitely one of the better ones. Uh, as for something non-Sonic related, Spring Valley in winter slash Christmas. 
Obviously, Spring Valley is the first stage from the original Nights, um, and it has two versions. One is the winter version, which plays in winter months in Christmas Nights, and one is the Christmas version, which plays in Christmas months during Christmas Nights. I personally prefer the Christmas Nights version, just because, you know, it has that little bit of a festive flair to it, unlike the winter one, which is just, you know, a bit snowy, and it has different music between the two versions, actually. Both are very good, but, you know, I, I actually prefer the uh, winter version of Spring, the winter and Christmas versions of Spring Valley over the originals, but... Yeah, overall, some very good levels, very good level design. Uh, we've got another response. Um, actually, no. Okay, that was another response to the question. Apologies. Uh, aside from that, I guess we have Planet Freon from Ristar. Obviously, the most well known level of the game, and rightfully so, because it has the best level design, the best music, and the best aesthetics. Recommend you look at that one. And uh, finally, we, oh, not finally, sorry, Ice Mountain from Sonic Advance. A very fun game, a lot of people have described, uh, very fun level, sorry. A lot of people have described the track that plays in Ice Mountain as the dire, dire docks of the Sonic franchise. And I have to agree, Ice Mountain Zone Act 1 is such a lovely song. So peaceful, tranquil, all those things, despite the fact it's the game's uh, w uh, water level, which means you've got the chance of drowning all the time. It's unfortunate, but, you know, what can you do? And finally, we're going to end this off with Blizzard Castle from, um, I believe it's from Billy Hatcher. Very good level, personally. I I don't really like Billy Hatcher that much, but I, I sort of appreciate it, I guess, is the correct term for it. You know, I, I appreciate Billy Hatcher, and I appreciate the level as well, and it also... Uh, uh, okay, um, apparently, my... I think my stream died, maybe? Or did it, or did my stream recorder just die? Mm, brilliant stuff right there. Uh, yeah, aside from that, that is pretty much the end of the segment, and we're going to play some more music, and after that I will be back with the topical thesis, where we discuss, we discuss an opinion relating to the topic of the episode, and I give my stance on it. But for now, we're going to kick things off with another track from Sonic World Adventure, and it's also a track from Halaska. So, this is Haluska Night, right here, on the Topical Resort.
Topical Thesis. And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. A pretty meh game, but an awesome song. That was Ice, Smooth Sherbet. Which, fun fact, is supposedly, from what I hear, the only... Actually, that's a lie. I think it might be one or two. It might be one of the only tracks in the game to be composed by Sega legend Hideki Naganuma. It also uses samples from... um, the same samples that are used in Sonic Rush's final uh, Sonic Rush's credits theme. So that just further strengthens the point. And kicking off the block was a track from Sonic World Adventure. That was Halaska Night. And I bet you will want to hear the current results for the Insert Coin Hat giveaway. And currently three people are correct. We have Jamie, CD-ROM, and Rick all in each all in the draw to win the hat. II currently has one out of two answers. He doesn't have all. Th- he does. Yeah, he doesn't have all two yet. But we've also got quite a lot of people um, sending in their answers. Oh, um, Macau has just got into the Top Resort T-shirt prize. Very hype, indeed. Um, Jamie also responded. Okay, and uh, now it's time for the topical thesis. And as I just described, topical thesis is where I take a track from. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Apologies. Um, let's do this first. Okay, that's better. Um, yes. Yeah, so the topical thesis is where I take an opinion that I've heard or I've come up with from the, or just you know, from around anywhere. It could be to do with Sega. It could be to do with the community. It could be do, to do with games. And I give my spin on it. I give you my three points for, my three points against, and then I come to a justified conclusion based on my six points. And Today's topical thesis is a fairly by the numbers one, but it was obvious that we had to go for this based on the subject of the episode. So, today's topical thesis. Should more games, Sega and non-Sega this time, include winter levels? So let's kick this off with my three points four. Some places in the, some places in the world don't receive snow, and seeing it in video games can like, make the level more memorable and enjoyable for those places. It's quite an obvious one. You know, places like Brazil in particular, or... I don't know, I can't think of any other examples, but you know, South America or just places where it's generally quite warm near the equator, that sort of stuff, they don't really receive a lot of snow. You know, it's very rare to receive snow. And so by having a level based around snow, it can often make it more memorable because it's, you know, they. Like, I remember, um, for example, Sonic fan game creator and also now creator of Spark the Electric Jester, Lake Feppard, said that his favourite levels in his fan games were the winter levels because he rarely ever gets to see snow. So it's just little things like that, you know, people who haven't really seen snow or don't live in areas that get snow can really sort of appreciate the level because it's not, a, it's not, you know, like, I guess a level where they're um, climatised to, I guess. I don't know because you see so many summer levels, you know, so many common levels like desert levels and um, forest levels. That, you know, seeing a snow level, which is uncommon for them, is quite nice. Um, snow levels haven't really appeared in too many games recently, so it could help add some variety. Um, one example from Sega would have to be Sonic Forces, and also Sonic Mania, as Rexy rightfully brought up. In Sonic Forces, everything is just a general sort of destroyed city or forest or mechanical base sort of theme. You know, everything has to do with this very sort of destroyed, um, what's the word, uh, man-made destroyed habitat. Not habitats. Man made destroyed sort of levels, I guess. And, um, oh, oh, oh. Okay, good, I caught that. <laughs> it would have played the next song by accident. Whoops. Um, yeah. 
A lot of Sonic Forces was just sort of destroyed levels, and Sonic Mania technically had a snow level through Press Garden Zone Act 2, although I don't really count that. But yeah, just in general, in, in Sega games there hasn't been really many winter levels, and in other games there hasn't really been either. You know, Mario Odyssey is really sort of the one big ticket game this year that had a snow level, and so by adding more, surely it would add some much needed variety to modern gaming. And our final um, point four is snow levels are often the most polished in the game, with them having great aesthetics and great music, as well as great visuals. That's a fairly obvious one, you know, we've already talked about this a lot. Snow levels often have people's favourite music, as we've seen in this episode, because so many people rushed to get in a request for some music. They also look the nicest, they, they always just look pretty in general. And the aesthetics, just the overall feel of them, super chill, no pun intended, all that sort of stuff. And that's why I personally believe we should have more snow levels in uh, or snow and winter levels in Sega and non-Sega games. However, for our points for, we also have points against. So, uh, unfortunately, it's a very fairly common level type. Like, look at Mega Drive and Saturn era games. There's so many snow levels. There was sort of an oversaturation of them for a while, and now we don't have any. So it's a very common level type that's fairly sort of by the numbers. There's not really too much you can do with a snow level, I guess, and. That might be a point against, you know, it holds back creativity. Um, snow levels add some much needed variety. Oh, wait, hang on, that's, sorry, that's uh, my conclusion. Um, that always including. Uh, sorry, that actually sort of links into my second point. Always including the same level types doesn't allow developers to create somewhere new and potentially better. You know, they could come up with as, as such an amazing idea. It could be so much better than snow levels, but because they're constantly including the same ideas over and over and over again, they can never do something new. A good example here is once again Mario Odyssey. The Mario series did so much over and over and over, and they just repeated the same formula over and over again, and it sort of got a bit stale, and obviously we can say that Sega fans, but even Nintendo fans were secretly thinking the same thing. When Mario Odyssey came along, and did something so different, so radically you know, new and fresh, it got complete, you know, 10 out of 10s everywhere. Everyone loved it because it was so fresh and different, and I feel like that could be the same with snow levels. You know, we've been doing snow levels for years and years and years, but what if there was a better concept relating to snow levels? It hasn't been done yet because people have been including snow levels. This is my point here. And uh, finally, <laughs> I thought this was quite a comedic way to end off our topical thesis. Ice physics. No one likes ice physics. They make you skid around all over the floor. You can't control your character. No one likes ice physics. <laughs> so in conclusion, although, although many games feature snow levels or a snow setting, which some people might not like, snow levels add some much needed variety to all the browns and greys in today's gaming world. Even though including some, what some may consider to be a tired and worn level aesthetic, I believe that there should be more levels based around snow or winter in video games as they make the modern gaming world a much brighter place. What's your opinion on that opinion? You have many different places where you can get in your opinion. You get it in through Twitter, at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at The Green Vaporate. You can send it in through Discord, at ra oh, sorry, um, Radio slash Discord. You can send it in through Facebook, at Radio Sega. You can send it in through an email, topicalresort at gmail.com. Or you can send it in through a private message on the forums, I am Green Vaporate over there. You have all those different places you can send in your message. I've had quite a lot of um I've had quite a lot of um message or oh, sorry pings in the chat I guess because people just really want to talk to me. Um rather amusingly, C D ROM said no winter zone in Sonic Forces in before someone starts shouting climate change. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised people haven't um just you know made a joke around that. I actually haven't heard that one before. Um 
Jamie says, snow levels are the best, but only one is the almighty ice cap zone at Green Vaporate. Yeah, we sort of expected that. Um, Doan2300 says, I like the Desolis theme from the first Fantasy Star. Well, there you go. Um, Boogaloo also gave an example of a Saturn snow level, which is from Astal. It's more icy, he says, but whatever. Um... <laughs> Yeah, of course Dean's joking about his favourite ice level being Chemical Plant Zone, because it technically was slightly icy in the custom character portion of the game. Also, just give a response here. Um, we have another question here. Uh, oh, Doomgirl has just been entered into the Topical Resort shirt giveaway. And with that, we are going to get on with the next song break. Uh, obviously, I will still be taking your answers in during the next song break. And, you know, just in general, I'll be responding to your feedback. Um, oh, um, <laughs> Vicar has also just entered himself for the second giveaway. And, hopefully... Um, <laughs> he's trying so hard, bless him. Rick, Rick has um, sent in about four different guesses, and none of them have been right. I'm so sorry, but eventually you'll be able to get. Eventually you'll be able to get this. But um, as for now, we're going to be playing a bit of music, and we're actually going to have a remix and um, one of the more common winter songs that's played here on Radio Sega. So we're going to kick things off with a remix of a Nights into Dreams track. So a remix of Take the Snow Train from the original Nights. This. It's the Polar Express, an OC remix, right here on the Topical Resort.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Trivia Coast. And welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. What you just heard there was from Ristar the Shooting Star. That was Ring Ring, round five, number one. Obviously to be expected because that is a Radio Sega classic and it is also just in general a Sega classic. Lovely track. Before that was a request by Jamie from Sonic Advance. That was Ice Mountain Zone Act 1, the Diodide Docks of the Sonic series. Um... We, we started taking requests again for a bit just because there was a bit of spare time because I figured I have a bit of time to kill because this segment won't go on for like half an hour or something stupid like that and before that kicking off the oh sorry um before that was a request from Blue Sit from Blue Stinger that was Merry Christmas as requested by Veritex and kicking off the block kicking off the block was a remix and that was my own request that was from DCT an OC remix of Nights into Dreams's Take the Snow Train and the name of that is the Polar Express. There was a lot of Polar Express memes going on in the chill out. But yes, I hope you've been brushing up on your Sega education because it is time for the final giveaway of this show. And you have a chance of winning a copy of Afterburner Climax for the PlayStation 3. Some people will be a bit disappointed because, um, for example, Veritex and Doomgirl hate the PlayStation 3. We've got some people here like Ai who, you know, just bought a PlayStation 3 and need some games for it. We've got some people who want Afterburner Climax because, for those of you who don't know, it was taken off of uh, Xbox Live and PlayStation Network a few years ago due to licensing issues. So you can no longer purchase it. Except I can because I have, I, have um, I have a place where I can purchase a code from because uh, for some reason they still sell them at this uh, game store, I don't know why. But yes, um, so the question itself is, for the chance to win a copy of Afterburner Climax, this is also the easiest question, but by no means is it a walk in the park. So, Crystal Mountain Zone is one of the, one of the six zones from 2006's Sonic Rivals. Five of the six zones, however, take place on one island. What is the name of this island? So I'll repeat that one more time. For a chance to win a copy of Afterburner Climax for the PS3, answer me this question. Crystal Mountain Zone is one of the six zones from 2006's Sonic Rivals. Five of the six zones, however, take place on one island. What is the name of this island? And, um, yes, yeah, so as always, send it in a DM through uh, Discord, radioac.ga4/discord. I'm Green Vaporate. Or send it in a Twitter DM at Radio Sega, at Topical Resort, at Green Vaporate, all of which will nab you. And uh, someone's already got it. Now they will all nab you a chance of winning the a copy. Also, um, yeah, Rick has already won. Oh, sorry, has already entered the giveaway. I, I think Rick was the person who won it last. <laughs> I think Rick was the person who won it last year, actually, if I remember correctly. Um, if you have a PS3, you might actually be able to use it this year if you win it. Uh, that would be a start. Um, two people have got it. That, that is Jamie, who has it. And that is CD-ROM. Also, this talk bed is really nice, by the way. This is a track from uh, Sonic, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games game. I, I use a lot of these tracks as my talk beds tonight because, honestly, they are some, they are some really great tracks. This is the shop theme, and it is so awesome. I love it. It's just such a chill track. 
Um, Ravsig asks, how do I enter the giveaway? Simple. You answer one of the three questions in a DM to me on Discord, and uh, I will repeat the three questions. Okay, because um, you still have the opportunity to enter the first two questions, and this is a reminder because Rick didn't actually know this. You get unlimited guesses, so you can answer as many times as you want for each question. That's quite helpful for the hardest question. Speaking of the hardest question, the hardest question is for the chance to win you a Topical Resort t-shirt. So, for a chance to win a Topical Resort t-shirt, answer me this. When playing Christmas nights during the holiday season, what weather effect is present when the internal Saturn clock is set to 5am? As for the medium prize, the second hardest but also the second easiest uh, question. That could nab you an insert coin hat which I'm currently wearing on my head. So, for a chance to win an insert coin hat. We all know that Ice Cap is based off an unreleased Jetson song known as Hard Times. However, what tracks did the Sonic community originally believe it to be based on? Um, all of these, send them in a DM as I've already mentioned and you'll then be entered into a random draw for a chance to win... win big. Um, Casey says the an the question, the question, uh, sorry, the answer is 42. Um, I, I assume Rav wasn't listening, or maybe he was. Um, oh, okay, apparently I need to leave uh, Rick out the afterburner drawer. Okay, then, I will leave you out the afterburner drawer. Um, yeah, so now we only have two people in the afterburner drawer, so quick, get answering people, please. Um, yeah, in the meantime, we're just gonna sort of kill time. 42 is always the answer, yes it is. Uh, II has now got into the giveaway for a copy of... Oh, hang on, no, that's the answer. I don't want to copy and paste that into the um, into the chat. II has now got an opportunity to win a copy of Afterburner Climax for the PS3. Also, Jamie, I don't know why you entered. You also have a copy of Afterburner Climax on the PS3. Because <laughs> I gave it to you as well. Um, yeah. I guess these are all things that happened. Um, I don't know why 42 is the answer has suddenly become a meme again. It's returned from the dead for some reason, but it's back with a vengeance, I guess. Um, in the meantime, I think I am going to write out the question on Twitter. So please enjoy the sound of keyboard noises on Radio Sega. Okay, here we go. Can't spell apparently. Uh, let's also check Discord because I have a few ads. Um, give Rev the afterburner question. Okay, I will. Um. Yeah, I'll DM him the afterburner question. Where is Ravseek? He's been buried. There he is. Um, oh, so many messages in so many places. It's insane right now. Uh, I wish they sold Outrun 2006 codes. Unfortunately, they do not sell Outrun 2006 codes. Um, I normally wouldn't do this. I apologise. Um... That's quite a long question, actually. Um, okay, we'll send that out on Twitter and hopefully someone responds through there. 
Um, what is... What, I think... Okay, Jamie says he needs a second copy. Fine, I'll keep you in the votes then. Uh, not many people are actually entering into the Afterburner Climax giveaway, so um, in a second, actually, I will probably begin to close it off. Uh, yeah, we all want one hour of typing as a special. That's the long-running joke that I always type because I always forget to write a tweet during the song break. <laughs> we all know the joke. Um, aside from that, genuinely, just now, I'm waiting for some responses. That's all I need to do. Okay, there we go. Thank you. SPK has uh, wrote out the uh, question for anyone who wasn't listening. and In fact, all three questions for those people who weren't listening. Um, Jamie made the joke the typing resort, but a better pun would have been typing of the resort. Yes, that, that was dreadful. Um, random. I almost, I almost went on a random Sonic Net. I didn't want to go on RSN particularly. list. Yeah, that'll do. Um, so, we are, I think, pretty much, we are going to draw the free giveaways in just a second. I'm going to give people more time for the Afterburner one, but we're going to draw the first two, because I think everyone who wants to join that has actually, um, has actually joined that. So we're going to kick things off by, um, we're going to, we're going to go with the hat first. So there's four people who entered the hat giveaway as far as I know, unless somebody else DM'd me, in which case I haven't seen that. So let's just check that actually, that would be a good idea. Uh, okay, no one sent in a DM on Twitter, so with that in mind... Also, CD Rums' question. Uh, okay, let's wait for this question. Okay, oh, it was just a joke question after all that, never mind. Um, so with that in mind, unless... Um, hang on, I'll direct Ravseeg to... <sighs> SPK's post. And with that in mind... Um, yes, you would be correct, so with that... SPK is now in for the Afterburner giveaway. Uh, I also need to reply to that. This is not time-killing radio at all. Apologies, I had to send. I have, I've been sending a few messages here, back and forth. So uh, we'll add. S Actually, no. This is the hat. SPK wasn't in for the hat giveaway. Um, and I also need to add Rick back to here. I'm waiting to see if Ravseek wants to enter because if Ravseek wants to enter, then I'll have to hold this off for a bit because <laughs> I know this is complete quality radio. This is some dreadful stuff right here, but that's because you know I can't do a giveaway when. You know, only <laughs> only half the people who wanted to enter have entered. Um, that in mind, Mikala's got that right. Uh, oh. Alright, come on, refs. Uh, 
Play music. I'd play music. I'm playing music in the background right now. Why don't we listen to it? Okay, Ravseek has voted to move on, so in that case we are actually going to move on and we're going to draw the hat giveaway. There are four people entering for the Insert Coin hat giveaway, with those being Jamie, CD-ROM, uh, Rick and Mikhail. And I should probably reveal the answer for this one. Or I will reveal the answer after we've done it actually, so with that in mind there are four people unless somebody else decides they randomly want to swoop in and enter the giveaway, in which case I'll stop, but I don't think I will. So, Jamie, CD-ROM, Rick and Mikhail all have a chance. Who is going to win the hat, from in courtesy of Insert Coin Clothing? It is Mikhail24RD. So, um, go ahead and send me your, um, I guess, address in a DM. Yeah, either send me, yeah, I, sorry, that'd be the best way to do it. Send, send me your address in a DM and I will forward that to the appropriate places, which in this case is myself. Um, yes, you get the lovely hat on my head, that is quite unfortunate, but you probably want to know the answer for that, don't you? So the correct answer for the um, insert coin hat question, in fact there was two. Um, so, we all know that Ice Cap is based off the unreleased Jetson song Hard Times. However, what tracks did the Sonic community originally believe it to be based on? And the answer was, Who Is It by Dangerous and Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. So with that in mind, is now, that giveaway is now closed and the only two that are open are the Afterburner and the T-shirt question. And I think we're going to go for Afterburner next. So, I'm going to put these into a random name generator. Again. Um, whoops, didn't mean to do that. So in this list we have Jamie, CD-ROM, IN1980, SPK, Rick and Mikhail24RD all in a chance of winning all in a chance of winning Afterburner Climax for the PS3 and with that in mind we are going to randomise and see who has won it and it seems as if the winner is CD-ROM because it was actually Mikhail <laughs> I'm not going to give Mikhail two prizes I apologise um, <laughs> Yes. So CD-ROM, you have won a copy of Afterburner Climax on the PS3, so um, you don't have to send me any details or anything. I will send you the code as soon as I have it, which will hopefully be tomorrow. And with that in mind, we only have one giveaway left. But first of all, I'm going to reveal to you the answer for the Afterburner question. So let me refresh you on that. The Afterburner question was, Crystal Mountain Zone is one of the six zones from 2006's Sonic Rivals. Five of the six zones, however, take place on one island. What is the name of this island? With the answer being, I believe it's pronounced Onyx Island? Yes, Onyx Island. From Sonic... Sonic... So Sonic Rivals, sorry. The only zone that doesn't take place on it is the final level, which takes place in space. So that's why. But yes, that is the Afterburner question close. That is the Insert Coin Hat question close. The only one left is the big one. The massively exclusive Topical Resort t-shirt question. And I will give you one last reminder on that. So, when playing Christmas Nights into Dreams during the holiday season, what weather effect is present when the internal Saturn clock is set to 5am? That in mind, we're going to list you who entered into this giveaway. Quite a few more people entered into this one than others, and I didn't mean to do that. Let's go back. Nope, okay. Random.org just had a hissy fit. 
So, entering this giveaway, we had Veritex, Jamie, Mikhail, Doomgirl, and Rick. Because they were all the ones who got the question right. And let's do a nice old randomize. And the winner of the exclusive Tofka Resort t-shirt is ironically, I think, the person who is the most deserving of it, actually. It is Jamie. And the reason I say Jamie's the most deserving is because he has been here through thick and thin since the beginning of Topical Resort, even some weeks when there was no one else here. And that is why, um... Um... And that is why we personally gave it to Jamie... Or not, because it was randomised, but yeah, that's why I think it is personally deserving to go to Jamie. So, send me your uh, address in a DM, and I will get that sent to you as soon as possible, because it currently isn't with me. And with that in mind, I should probably give you the answer to that question. So, the answer is... What weather effect is present when playing the, when playing Christmas Nights and the Saturn internal clock is set to 5am? The answer is Lunar Eclipse. Now, um... <laughs> this is slightly cheeky because, um, you may remember that um, we originally had a user in our chat room named, named Lunar Eclipse, and that was why I went for the answer. Because I thought that would be quite a funny joke to have the answer be a name of a chatter in the Radio Sega Discord. So yes, that, with that in mind, the answer was Lunar Eclipse to the question. And that is all of our questions, that is all of our giveaways. And now, finally, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who participated. But it's now time to move on to the Toppy Mix. And the Toppy Mix is where I play a Sega track that I've been listening to all week, you know, basically my Sega track of the week. Then I play a remix relating to the topic of the episode, and then I play a non-Sega track that doesn't relate to the topic of the episode that I also enjoy. The Sega track and the non-Sega track are actually tracks which aren't Christmas related, but they remind me of Christmas, that's why I'm going to be playing them. And um, some people will probably complain at the song choice for the first track, but kicking off the Toppy Mix block from Sega Hard Girl's vocal tracks, Julian Saki Isusume, this is Showtime, right here, on the Topical Resort. Let's get scratching. <laughs> Okay. 
And welcome back one final time to this festive edition of Topical Resort. What you just heard there was a track from Bowlby, and that was a remix of a Super Mario 3D World track. That was Super Bowl Hill 8-Bit. Now, it's just a track that always reminds me of Christmas, because I remember hearing it in like a Christmas YouTube video once, and since then it has just remained as that sort of Christmas-sounding song in my head. And I thought that was a track from Blast Processors, that, who are also doing a show a bit later on, yes. Ooh. Uh, that was Hard Times Ice Cap Zone, and that was put there on purpose because we had a question about Hard Times from Ice Cap Zone. So that, that was on purpose. And kicking off the block was a track from Sega Hard Girls, that was Showtime. And we're running a bit low on time, actually, quite ironically. Um... This is another track from Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games because there's so many good talk beds from that game. Um, aside from that, we don't really have too much time left. All I really have to say is um, continue to listen to Winterfest. Up next is Sega Mix Drive with Rexy. She's back for one night only. I bet you've missed her. Do not lie. Yes, you have. Uh, keep continuing to listen to Winterfest all weekend for some of the greatest Sega music. Also, donate special effect for our album, Radio Sega Presents Collision Theory. If you donate £10 or more, you have a chance of winning a Sonic Mania vinyl during the Sega Lounge at the end of the event. Very exciting. That's all I have to say. As for myself, my next episode will be off-topic, where well, we will be going over the uh, news for the month of December or at least the Sega news for the month of December, and uh, we'll also be playing your requests, whether that be from Sega game, non-Sega game, it doesn't have to be any topic, it can be anything. That'll be at the same time, next Friday at 7pm, so at the exact same time this one started, it'll be on then, so be sure to listen. It's been an absolute pleasure to be able to kick off this year's Winterfest, I want to thank everyone so much who made this happen, and yeah, hopefully this won't, hopefully you know this will continue, not me being first, but hopefully Winterfest will continue way into the future. I am rambling too much, I have been your host Viper, thank you so much, thank you to everyone who entered the giveaway, and we're going to end things off with an obvious track, Whitewashed for White Park Act 2, because I absolutely love this track, and this also reminds me of Winterfest, because I remember Rexy back in Winterfest 2014 playing this track and completely falling in love with it back then, so uh, as always I've been your host Green Viper 8, you guys have been awesome thank you so much and as always stay topical
Enjoying the Winterfest? Why not keep listening to Radio Sega when it's over? You can even request your favorite tracks from our playlist. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.